0: The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Hey, this
1: is Chris Jericho. You're listening to the Rough House Podcast featuring the sexiest beast in all of Maryland and surrounding areas, the illustrious Chris
2: and Marty. The opinions expressed in the Rough House Podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, NADS Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead.
0: Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, at the rough house where black people and white people watch wrestling and expanding people too and all people Good job. Yeah. And hey everybody hello
1: <laughs> hey hi 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 welcome to a slightly delayed rough house podcast I'm Marty. And I am Christoph, live
2: as we record from the luxurious Holiday Inn Express in Gulfport, Mississippi.
1: Now, what makes it the Express? <laughs> what, what separates a Holiday Inn from a Holiday Inn Express?
2: So the Holiday Inn Express uh, gives you free breakfast is the number one bit. Okay. Um, so that's really the deal sealer for me because no. I am fat <laughs> and enjoy foodstuffs. And if I can you know, use my per diem for other things and not breakfast. Uh, yeah, there gonna, you go then I'm going to go with that there. So that's why I always try to book at the, uh, the luxurious holiday Inn
1: express. Yeah, I and suites. very nice. <laughs> Remember, go to holiday in.com and use promo code roughhouse sgw and look at the error message which which appears that's that's what you're gonna get folks
2: you ain't gonna get shit
1: kids yes you aren't gonna get anything and uh speaking of not getting anything right now that's what it looks like it's coming for for me and mega bus we're gonna get uh we're gonna get real in depth on that one um because uh since we last recorded uh um, yeah your boys went to new york and philadelphia for two out of the three nights of Uh, The New Japan Pro Wrestling Fighting Spirit Unleashed Tour. Unleashed, yes. Yes. Uh, And uh, part of our journey, the New York leg, was uh, through the fine folks at Megabus. Um, It was a nightmare, which we will undoubtedly get very much into.
2: I'd say it was overflowing with clusterfuckery,
1: Yes, how I would describe it. Yes, well, let's add another thing onto the uh, onto the burn pile, because uh, I tweeted at them in the middle mm-hmm. of our misery on Saturday night slash Sunday morning. Varies, yes. Very much Sunday morning. So they told me to DM them with the reservation number. Right. Their account does not accept DMs. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's hilarious. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So,
0: Ooh, uh, that's, rich.
1: that's fucking fun. So I'm going to, I'm going to track down an email that I can just spread fire my rage at. My favorite thing though, was Sunday afternoon. I got a email from them asking me on a scale from one to 10, how I would rate my trip.
2: <laughs> you couldn't go to zero.
1: Uh, actually, I'm sorry. It was zero to 10. And I okay. did, I did choose zero. On Minus five question. stars. Yes. yes. Um, but uh, while while we've been gone, um, Chris, do you think we should talk about the pro wrestling news on the front and then do the travel tale on the back end, or travel and front and then news on the back?
2: I, I guess we should hit the news first. There's a lot of a lot of things that have happened and are yeah. pending to happen within the next day or so, depending on when you listen to this. Right. And uh, and yeah, so yeah, let's uh let, let's hit up the newsies.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen. It is my honor and pleasure to tell you that Monday Night Raw started its new season with its brand new writers from Blacked.com. Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> oh, I'm uh, sorry.
2: Were you guys enjoying the uh, Canella's Cuck
1: angle? Well, yeah, yeah. You're, you're in luck. Yeah, here's more. Double the Cuck. Yes. <laughs> Cucks as far as the eye can see. Jesus Christ! Like did Rusev much Cuck? Uh, yeah. Did did. Paul Heyman just discovered this segment on Pornhub. Did Did Vince McMahon, uh, who who is responsible for all the high end cuck content on Monday Night Raw?
2: If my uh, my gut of cucks is telling me that this was initially a uh, a Paul Heyman joint, yeah. uh, but then uh, old Vinnie Mac saw it and was like, "That's such good shit," so yeah. he's like, uh, "Double double your cuck joint." And, uh, and here we are with, uh, with, with, the uh, cuck two electric boogaloo.
1: <laughs> so, so let us try to, to, to take apart what ultimately was the main event segment of, of raw this week. And also was a storyline in the prior week's version of raw. So, uh, as we know, and, and, and this, I, I just started piecing this together in my brain, how the storyline's gone and it, it's fucking wild. So last week on Raw, as a continuation mm-hmm. of the segment about who is the father of Maria Kanellis's baby, right? Rusev returned from complete obscurity with his sweet uh, Rick Rudes-esque mustache and, and all of that. So he has returned. Toned uh, up real nice. Yeah. G- looking jacked. Uh, recently became a U.S. citizen. It was a a very proud Rusev day for us in the Americas. And now a week later, uh, Rusev is in the main event mix as he is going to be uh, teaming up with Seth Rollins as a part of Team Hogan at Crown Jewel. he will be facing against a team for Team Flair as they run back the main event of Lockdown 2010 with a 5-on-5 Team Hogan versus Team Flair match urge to kill fucking rising but let let us let us not really dig too deep into that because uh in in a night where what was supposed to be for the season premiere of raw uh seth rollins versus Rey mysterio that didn't happen because brock lesnar decided to to kill Rey mysterio and his son nxt uk champion walter uh he he destroyed his bloodline yes yes the mysterios are r.i.p yes exactly um Uh, So that match didn't happen, which means Seth needed a new opponent, um, and it was going to be a surprise, and it turns out his opponent was the guy from his own team, Rusev. Yeah, which, sure, that makes some sense. I guess, I guess. But the last last we saw of Rusev prior to him being inserted into the the Team baby. Hogan, Team Flair angle was, oh, I guess he's going to be feuding with Mike Kanellis over the being the baby daddy. Uh, not so much because as of the end of the main event on Raw this week, the cucker has become the cucky as not only <laughs> did Bobby Lashley return from, I think, a knee injury.
3: Lashley. Uh, yes. <laughs>
1: Bobbert Lasciarelli appeared, and with him, so too, the returning Lana. And because there's no other way to book Rusev than having him in an angle where Lana's cheating on him, she made out with Bobby Lashley to wrap up the go-home Raw for Hell in the Cell 2019.
2: Yeah, with... this is a lot to unpack there
1: yes um
2: so yeah this is the first we've seen of lana uh, in months god yeah month, at least three or four months uh, I, if not I, longer
1: yeah i was gonna say i think the last time i remember seeing her was royal rumble this year i believe she was part uh, of the, the rumble itself wasn't it uh <laughs> did she have like the bad ankle and then that's how becky lynch, becky lynch took her spot yeah 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 that's the last thing i really remember
2: yeah, I can't remember anything in between now and then uh, either. So, so there's there's that. Um, but I just why?
3: I'm sorry. I'm trying,
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm literally as yeah. we as I said here trying to make any kind of fucking sense out of yes. any of this stuff, and yes. it's impossible. It's a false um, errand. So, if I'm Rusev, yeah, I'm like seriously guys this yeah this, this is this is, this is, what is you it got. this is you know the old creative has uh hey
1: creative's got something for you right right uh, this, you know this is the monkey's paw scenario for rusev because i'm sure his complaint was i want to be the main event right well he was yeah, the main event he was true. in the main event segment he was in the overrun he was the top guy last night yep and yep at it. what fucking yeah. cost exactly. is,
2: is the most important thing, the most important takeaway there. So, you know, I guess uh, if we're equating it to the Treehouse of Horror episode, Lana is his uh, wilting sub that he's just not giving away there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And, and I know, you know, this is always something that for actors and pro wrestlers and stuff like that, it's always been difficult for me. To grasp is the fact of somebody's spouse significant other whatever making Mm -hmm. out with somebody right in front of you. I mean obviously that's the whole angle of of the cucking clearly not a thing for me. Uh, Right. Not to say I won't watch a video every now and then and you know maybe in a couple hours <laughs> yeah. we'll see uh i do have this whole hotel a, cu- a myself, couple hours so, i
1: say we're, we're 10 minutes in so i think you got 50 <laughs> minutes until blast off friend. <laughs> i gotta get some uh, i gotta get some dinner oh, okay. um but uh
2: but yeah i gotta i gotta you know gotta anyway, get the protein uh, going i understand so, but you know to see rusev in the ring watch his very attractive wife just making out with this you know. African Adonis of Bobby Lashley, uh, up the skateboard ramp is just, uh, it's just a weird, it's just, just a weird sitch. I've never, I don't know. For me, it's just not something that,
0: uh, Uh, uh,
2: I can, I can
1: imagine happening. Yeah. It's very weird. It's very strange. I don't understand what the end goal of this is because it's not like, so literally right now for hell in the cell, I think we have three matches booked. I believe that's correct uh we we've got uh the fiend and seth for the belt now confirmed for the belt because the only thing that was going to mess with it got tossed out we've got uh we've got becky and uh Sasha sasha in the cell and i think we've got uh heavy machinery and the revival uh i believe
2: that's correct
1: for the smackdown tag belts that's it
2: Well, I mean, you know, you can't have a WWE title match announced because
1: Brock's going to be on SmackDown. (laughs) Right, exactly. That's coming up for Friday night.
2: And then Owens and Shane is also happening on Friday night SmackDown.
1: Yep, in a ladder match. Um,
2: I would imagine there's some kind of fallout from those two matches or a sequel to those two matches or something like that at Hell in a Cell. Um, But, you know, and maybe they'll announce uh, a Nakamura defense against somebody maybe ali who who the
1: hell knows i just know raw in general seemed to build more for smackdown on friday and uh blood money for still blooding uh coming up on halloween uh i guess maybe we'll just call it the blood moon show moving forward but uh like that that's all it really seemed to build towards like there's literally a pay-per-view on sunday ...on your network that people can pay you $10 for that month, WWE. And you're yeah. giving me nothing. Like, for me, I really want to see Fiend versus Seth. I really, honest to God, do. It's why I'm going to watch the show on Sunday. But, like, if I was on the fence, if I was thinking, do I want to keep the network this month? Do I not want to keep the network? Do I want to sign up for the network finally? Uh, or or if I'm this, this fucking... Who the hell knows if they exist anymore fan that goes well it's a season premiere of raw let's see if i can get into it this time what what the hell was there for me
2: and that and that's the thing in terms of you know booking a pay-per-view card that people are going to want to watch that's not their business model anymore but the way they so heavily uh, promoted this being the season premiere of Monday Night Raw and being premiere week with Raw on Monday and NXT on Wednesday and SmackDown going live on Fox on broadcast TV for the first time in a dozen or so years, whatever the yeah, fuck it was. Yeah. That was, that was the big push. And aside from a new commentator team and a new ramp, some new music and Pyro and Pyro, the beats of the show were Pretty much the same. So it didn't, you know, aside from the, um,
1: uh, the, the,
2: what do you call it? The bells and whistles. Yeah. You know, you're still left with a a shit skeleton for lack of a better term.
1: No, no, you're, you're right. It was, it was a lot of effort that resulted in, in very little, uh, uh, wrestling, wrestling, lots of style, no real substance for the show. And it felt lame duck. Um, now
2: I, and I, I'm going to, Make a probably not so bold um, prediction here: is that SmackDown will feel dramatically different.
1: Oh, I, um, I, I would, I would hope so,
2: because SmackDown is now, as of this week, the A show, and it kind of yeah. seemed like you know the Raw crew was just kind of okay. Well, this is what we're going to be now, so let's yeah. just uh, cuck away.
1: Now, look, uh, I, I know that there are some people who are are rightfully so pointing out uh, the cucking angle is a Paul Heyman special. Uh, you just need to look back to the days of Tommy Dreamer and Raven uh, to to point that out. The, they were battling over Beulah back in the day. And mm-hmm. I think even Salmon and Raven's angle involved, you know, wives, kids, everything. So this isn't too shocking. I just think it's particularly ridiculous that within a very short period of time, you have actually three cuck angles going on as... I would just want to remind our dear listenership, in case you forgot, Drake Maverick has yet to consummate his marriage. Oh,
2: <laughs> That's true. That's yes. true. Was there a twenty four seven segment last night?
1: Um, not that I can recall, which which says a lot uh, about there that show. Go. Look, after three hours, the memory just starts to blur, and also after our weekend, my my brain isn't one hundred percent where it should be. <laughs>
2: yeah no I, uh, I I'm completely with you and I got up super butt crack early because I decided yes. since since we have AEW tickets for Wednesday night yes um, I had to travel for a hearing on Wednesday morning so I traveled today Tuesday when we are recording yes and because of the proximity to Cap One Arena in DC of Reagan airport in DC I'm like well I'll just fly out of DC on Tuesday so when I fly back in I'll be right there quick metro ride boom so, uh, you know, and I did that without thinking about how much of a clusterfuck it would be to get to Reagan national right, airport right. in, uh, in morning rush. I've had to deal with DC morning rush traffic a couple times, um, just to get into, you know, uh, Northwest for, uh, for a hearing. But yeah, this is, uh, it was, it was a sitch. I was, I was cutting it real close. Yeah. Uh, but luckily, luckily I made it anyway. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. I'm tired.
1: Yes, yes. Um, so uh, if, if we go ahead and look at it, uh, we've got a very big night of professional wrestling coming up on Wednesday. Um, yeah. Since we've got two shows that are going to be kind of colliding, uh, I think we'll talk about those last. Uh, to take a look at the October 4th show uh, this coming Friday night, um, You know, we've got Kofi Kingston and Brock Lesnar going against each other live on Fox. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got uh, The Rock making a big return to WWE uh, for some sort of promo segment, I'm sure.
2: I mean, you know, SmackDown is a term that The Rock created, so yes. it's only it's only fair, uh, and it makes, you know, obviously great business sense for one of the biggest movie stars in the world to show up on your show. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, depending on what happens, I, I'll be interested to see what uh, what Dwayne does on the show. Um, and also, the draft begins on Friday as well. Uh,
3: it's
1: gonna be the following Friday, I thought.
2: Oh, I thought it started this Friday. I, I thought, and then it's... into Monday.
1: Uh, no, oh, no it'll be wrong. it'll be the 11th and the um, 14th. So, okay, all right. Then. Yeah, well, fuck, but we we get me. we get a uh, Shane and Owens in a career versus career ladder match. I think this Usually is when. She, town. Uh, I I yeah, I think um, I think Shane's gonna be written off after this, because I I. Yeah, fingers crossed. Please. That that I'm just saying that kind of goes in line with the more quote unquote sports area, uh, oriented presentation that we're supposed to be getting to pull yeah. out the uh, the you know uh, you, you don't see um, you don't see the commissioner of the NFL popping up except for once in a blue moon he's not running out in the middle of the game so
2: so here's a question for you it's a ladder match right Mm-hmm. so what's hanging. Top the ladder for you to get in this particular excellent
1: question wwe.com did explain it for me i was pulling up the preview to make sure uh that i was covering everything uh there will be uh a contract yeah a contract uh basically the first to climb the ladder retrieve the briefcase will win the right to terminate the others wwe employment
2: so spray painted money in the bank
1: yes uh, briefcase yes okay yeah they're gonna they're gonna use the uh so the, let's just get
2: one of the souvenir ones. Yeah, they're gonna
1: use the the, the, uh, the Damian Mizdow uh, chocolate briefcase. That's what they're gonna go ahead and <laughs> uh, use uh...
2: Didn't he try and make it as an actor? How'd that work? out?
1: He did. He actually showed up on the NWA tapings last night. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that's, uh, a, uh, that's a hell of a booking. Uh, a quick note, there, folks. Uh, if you're like, I'm looking at my television schedule. I don't have enough professional wrestling to watch. Good news. They announced that the NWA studio show that they were doing tapings for. Yes, Power, uh, which they were doing tapings for last night and tonight. Uh, It will be premiering uh on Tuesday the 15th I believe the Six- Tuesday Night Wars begins yes. Act- Six- Impact versus NWA 605 p.m. on oh, YouTube okay. for absolutely $0 oh. so, Okay
2: all right so yeah. not really the Tuesday Night Wars at all
1: Yeah exactly uh you know uh NWA will be on a service that every living breathing, breathing human has access to and Impact will be on access Uh, Anyway, back to SmackDown. We're also going to have Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair going against Sasha Banks and Bayley in a tag team match. Uh, And we're going to have a one-on-one match between Roman Reigns and Eric Rowan. Um, Oh,
2: yeah, that's right.
1: I will say, if anything, I'm looking forward to seeing how the presentation of the show is. Um, Just in terms of how much will they freshen up the way it's shot, the way it looks, the way it feels. Versus what we're accustomed to. I mean, honestly, you, you, if you swapped out the, the <clears> ring apron and, like, the uh, weird LED bars that they have in arenas, two 205 Live looks like SmackDown, looks like Raw, looks like right. any number of shows. So. Main event. Yeah. Right. So um, uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how that changes. But Wednesday night is really where the wrestling war uh, gets serious, as we have the first ever two-hour NXT live on USA, and that's going to be against the premiere of AEW Dynamite. Uh, that's gonna be on TNT, yes, that's gonna be on TNT. Uh, and to my understanding, USA going all out for this as a limited commercials, B, there will be a half hour pre show for NXT, and C, according to people looking at their TV guides this week and setting their DVRs, there will be a 15 minute overrun for oh. the nxt program so
2: interesting and also they're doing a watch along for it yes uh yes. Oh, those on youtube or on the network those um, are on the
1: network right uh they're on youtube i believe actually on youtube yeah. and then uploaded to the network can't you pull them i, up I think that? you can watch them
2: on the network too and um, then also uh they announced huge get wally yes as well yes. so man yeah. if i wasn't already gonna not tune in <laughs> because i going to be at AEW, right. uh, I- I'm going to watch NXT. Don't fucking fool yourself. Uh, and then actually, the card is super stacked, and I'm actually really excited for it. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. But we will be at uh, AEW, so we won't be able to watch until uh, Thursday at eight PM when they usually post them. Some bitches, yeah. but um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's they're going all out for it, mm-hmm. and it's a big deal, and it really is, you know, the start of a new era of pro wrestling. You know how mm-hmm. long it lasts. Who the hell knows? Uh, you know, AEW, as much as we've talked about it and can want it to succeed, it it may be gone by this time next year. Yeah. There's a possibility that happens. Uh, but uh, we're, you know, like I said, very excited for it. And w- on the NXT side of things, they have three of their titles up for grabs mm-hmm. uh, as of right now. I don't think they've added anything else. Um, and, and they may. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Uh, but they're doing uh, Adam Cole versus Mm -hmm. matt riddle for the nxt championship Mm -hmm. they are doing Shayna baszler defending her nxt women's championship against uh mrs wrestling candice LeRae.
3: yes indeed and then
2: they're also doing the nxt tag team champions uh uh, the undisputed era red dragon bobby fish kyle o'reilly defending against the profits from the street yes
1: um
2: so those are the big three title matches announced. Yes. Um, have they announced any other matches? Yes.
1: Uh, they announced uh, Johnny Gargano will be going one-on-one with Shane Thorne, who we did not so see this weekend, despite what my brain kept Mikey telling Nichols. me. not Mikey Nichols. No, no. Not He's Mikey the, Nichols, okay. The other TM61. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, not uh, not, not bad Mikey. And the uh, WWE Network preview also says, quote-unquote, The Velveteen Dream experience comes to USA Network, so who knows what that means.
2: Uh, You know, it's good for a dream to have some kind of showcase on the first big show. I mean, Mm -hmm. obviously, you know, we know how highly they think of him just from his placement and everything that's happened over the past year or so, so good good for him. Um, uh, I'm sure there may be another match or two thrown in there. I don't know. It depends on how much time they give – these three championship matches—it's definitely has the feel of a takeover mm-hmm. type uh, card. So if they go, you know, with that and you know do the long matches that tell the stories that that they are so good at telling, then um, it will probably be a successful show. Uh, in, in terms of predictions, um, really, I think the only lock in my brain is. Uh, unfortunately for my love with Shayna Baszler, I think she's going to lose her title to Candice LeRae here, and I also I do enjoy Candice, but I'm a big Shayna Baszler mark. Uh, but I think I think you're going to have at least one title change on yeah, the show, yeah. and looking at those three, certainly seems that Shayna is going to be the victim there.
0: Yeah, I, I I'm inclined
1: yeah. to. Uh, agree with you that if there is going to be a title change that one looks most likely uh when you're saying what's going to be a lock i was going to say the lock is of those three matches for damn sure the undisputed era are retaining the tag team titles uh oh sure yeah. yeah uh cole riddle could go either way they've pushed riddle super hard the first two weeks of tv although yeah. only one of his matches made uh the usa side of things right. um part of me feels like it might be too early to put the title on him um but at the same time uh i know that they want this show to uh really make a statement and i i think there would be no bolder statement than to swap the main title of nxt uh live on usa um you know they could run back cole riddle at the next takeover there's there's any number of different things that they could do uh sort of extending beyond that but i think they want to make a big change that uh makes the 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 fans lose their minds both live and watching at home
2: yeah and the next one will be war games right yep yep. that's gonna be somewhere in the midwest chicago or something like that uh uh...
1: it's wherever survivor series is because it's survivor series weekend
2: okay all right so that and that'll be november yes so there could be you know we could start to see what is going to happen with war games? I mean, they're not yeah. going to call it war games and not have a war games match. So obviously, yeah. undisputed era is is very well suited for that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. The other big um, faction in yeah. NXT is Imperium. Yep. But as as much as I would adore and love that match, it doesn't make a lot of sense right now for those two factions to feud with each other. Yeah. Um, unless you know Walter wants to get in Adam Cole's face and make him look like a, a little child. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so uh that would be that would be interesting. Uh I did want to ask you uh mm-hmm. since we haven't talked about last week's NXT. What were your thoughts on um Kushida's
1: uh surprise <laughs>
3: uh,
2: teammates to fight uh the three minor dudes in Imperium?
1: Um well, I will say uh the the two primary thoughts I walked away with is one, uh yes, I know they're the fashion police, but uh you cannot st- you cannot tease a mystery partner and then have a siren hit and not deliver Scott Steiner to me. The <laughs> The idea of Scott Steiner having a live mic on the network is Ooh. something that I very much would want to see as delusional and uh, hate filled as that rant would be. It would be one yeah. for the ages. Um, I didn't necessarily mind the, the pairing. Uh, I know I saw some people saying that like there was, it was a strange mixture of talent. Yeah. Um, I I didn't necessarily mind it. I more just kind of felt like considering how hot the idea of Kushida and Walter throwing down came off on week one, to have yeah. Kushida and the Fashion Police go against the three other guys in Imperium was kind of a, a, a weak sauce uh result.
2: Yeah, I mean you gotta you gotta build to it, you know. I'd imagine yeah. they're maybe saving that for I don't know, it, hell, it could happen next week on NXT. That's sure. I mean, you know, it, it, they're going head to head with AEW now, so they're going to be putting on some big matches on the TV show. I would right. imagine to to combat. So, you know, as much as a, a fashion police fan, uh, well documented that I am, it mm-hmm. did seem a little odd to me. Um, but the match itself was was good. All three, all six of those guys are are hella talented. So uh, I, I did enjoy. Um, the match. And I especially enjoyed Walter laying Kushida out on the ramp afterwards. That's, yeah, uh, that's yeah. some good business right there. That, as much as I love little Kushida. Yes.
1: Yeah, so that, that, that was very good. Um, But uh, yeah, I think this is the, the week where the rubber hits the road, so to say, and, and things go absolutely off the, off the wall because they have a hell of a show that they're going up against because on Wednesday night on TNT, the, all Elite Wrestling Dynamite debut, which we will be there live and in person for, uh, mm-hmm. has also a pretty incredible card uh, planned out for it. Uh, the show will be kicking off live with the throwdown between, between Cody Rhodes and Sammy Guevara. Um, the The thing that is most interesting about this is it's been hinted uh, in a lot of the promos and... and uh, press that they've been doing that uh, if Cody were to lose he may lose his title shot against Chris Jericho at the full gear pay-per-view in November um, you and I were talking about this very match over the weekend and we had I had a lot of time to talk yes we did uh, as you'll find out um, I think it actually would behoove them to have Guevara go over and then agreed have, have sort of the, the double uh the double benefit of putting over the young talent but also building a storyline around wins and losses where basically Cody has to chase back his record like literally like begging people to do one-on-one matches or whatever so he can get his record back so he can get back into the title shot
2: yeah or if it even comes with the stipulation that you know Sammy wins the opportunity to fight Jericho if they do it that way you know You could do Sammy versus Jericho at full gear, um, which, you know, some people would enjoy. I enjoy Sammy Guevara because he's a huge on-the-ground alum. Um, But, you know, definitely more money in a Cody versus Chris Jericho match. But conversely, you could – if Sammy wins, there's no saying that in the weeks of TV – between you know tomorrow and full gear, that Sammy couldn't lose that opportunity to an MJF or yes. or you know Brandon Cutler or uh, Marco Stunts. Well, probably not Marco
1: Stunts. Yeah, probably <laughs> definitely not Marco Stuntz. Um <laughs> I will say though, I, I will say though, I was just reminded because I, I pulled up the uh, AEW preview for uh, this week's Dynamite. Um, yeah. There is a world title defense announced for October sixteenth Philly show. So oh. that there will be okay. a defense of the world title before Full of Gear. So huh. uh, I suppose Guevara may even end up in that spot uh, before we hit the pay-per-view. We shall see. Um, the next match uh, announced for the show, MJF and Brandon Cutler, both gentlemen you just mentioned. Yes. Uh, full-on white meat babyface versus shit-talking heel match. Uh, I think this should be a great showcase for both guys, and it, it really shows AEW's commitment to to promoting not just talent you've heard of or have a buzz about them, but to sort of usher in the next wave of talent. MJF is a top-tier heel on the way up. Cutler is a guy who, as they were talking about in this past week's Road to TNT, he's a guy who walked away from the business. And uh, he literally has the spot he has because of how good of a hand he was, how much he helped the Bucks on the way up. And, you know, now they want to give him that opportunity. And now is his opportunity to seize it. Um, so uh, I I would assume that MJF ends up winning this because he's a guy with probably the longer upside. But, yeah. uh, you know, a Cutler surprise win would not shock me.
2: Yeah, and I actually had a chance to watch a couple of those Road to TNT uh, episodes in my, uh, you know, downtime waiting for planes today. Um, they're really well done. Um, you know, I liked the way that they took these people that the majority of the audience or people who are trying to check this out wouldn't know. And it gave me backstory and Brandon Cutler because I wouldn't have known it, um, you know. Before watching it obviously like i said sammy i knew from lucha underground but yeah. uh, he also has uh sammy also has a pop vinyl collection um
1: <laughs> and in, that's in why he's your favorite he <laughs> so,
2: uh, i mean you know it helps you yes. know. they were all dragon ball z though so i'm like yeah, yeah, Not.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> yes that is uh pot uh the kettle. Kettle, very, black. Yeah. very black very black
2: <laughs> so um So yeah, that match uh, I'm actually kind of looking forward to because I'm looking forward to seeing what Brandon Cutler can do. And I haven't seen a lot of MJF's in-ring work, just Mm -hmm. a couple little... Bits from Battle Royale so far. He hasn't had a, uh, a solo match in AEW yet, to my recollection. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, I, I, he has not had a one-on-one match. Uh, yeah. He's been in six-mans and that sort of thing. And, right. Uh, he was part of the Battle Royale at Double or Nothing, and of course, the uh, promo he segment. came out, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I think something that may, may be interesting is whether or not they decide to give him a live mic. On Wednesday right. night, uh, I would well, think uh, that's the best way to get him over to the live audience. Let him just TV walk out and shit talk. Um, yeah. But the next match announced for the show, one that was added kind of late, one that I didn't think we would see on TV already. Uh, I got to say it the right way. Pack will be going against Hangman Page no, he's uh,
3: uh, <laughs> in the match
1: we were supposed to get at Double or Nothing but didn't. Uh, yeah. uh, this will be very interesting because Paige is coming off of the world title loss to Chris Jericho. So he really needs a win here. But Pack is a guy on the way up. Um, I don't really know who's going to win. I mean, he, uh, Pack getting that win over Omega at all out surprised the hell out of all of us. Yeah. Um, Paige, you know, I, I think they need to decide whether he's going to be, a top-tier guy or if he needs a little bit more time in the crockpot, I I would think the result of this match will tell us if he's going to be still in the top mix or if he's going to be simmered down for a little bit. Um, But on paper, based especially off of the the match that they had in the UK that they uploaded on YouTube, uh, this could be a sleeper match of the night.
2: Yeah, my gut is telling me... Pack wins and maybe gets uh, that first title defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows? I don't know. I, don't, I, I feel like Pack wins, though. That's so yeah. weird saying Pack It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Uh, I know. Long,
1: it's a long A, you sons of bitches. Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah. Uh, aluminium. Uh, for the <sighs> AEW women's title, to crown the first one, Joshi star Riho will be facing Washington, D.C.'s own Nyla Rose. Should be a
2: fun match. I mean, yes. obviously, there's a huge size differential between yes. the two of them, uh, but uh, the Joshis are typically fight from underneath and uh, are, mm-hmm. are tough tough Asian girls, or women, sorry. Didn't mean to throw my JR hat on there for a minute. <laughs> Slower barbecue sauce.
1: It's okay. He didn't um, call her Chinese, so we're doing okay. You know, he called her Oriental. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's a big difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, We only use that term for
2: crispy noodles, JR. That's it. And a dress, salad dressing. I believe there's still a salad dressing. Yes. Uh, Anyway, uh, I am thinking that uh, Nyla Rose wins the women's title on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good PR move to have, uh, you know, a a trans um, woman win the title and carry the title around. The same reason it was a good idea to have Chris Jericho be your first world champ. Yeah. So, um, so yeah that's that's what i'm thinking
1: there oh that reminds me chris uh i i know we talked a little bit about this before the show uh the jake atlas uh jungle boy thing not yeah, what nyla everyone rose, read yeah. it read it as yes
2: we read a, we read a little too much into that i think
1: oh, yeah yeah well it was us <coughs> we weren't and, the only ones yeah us and a lot of the internet so jake atlas yeah. uh took that back but anyway uh i agree i think nyla rose is gonna win uh it, she's in her hometown it's going to get a big pop. You want a big moment for the crowning of the first ever women's champion. No offense to Riho. I mean, I'm sure she could be in the mix for the belt in the not-too-distant future, but I yeah. think uh, the favor definitely lies on the Nyla Rose side. Um, John Moxley. Like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Mox is going to be there with a live mic. So Yeah. Uh, so who the hell knows what that's going to be. Um, if, if I am – uh, the AEW crew I put him on top of the nine o'clock hour that's smart you know keep people in for that second hour because yeah that that's going to be a key thing um,
2: <coughs> now so the main event of the show is a six-man yes. tag yes. between the elite the Bucks and Kenny mm-hmm. against Jericho and two mystery partners and those mystery now,
1: partners by the time you listen to this will probably have been revealed because they are revealing oh, them. Really? Yes, there's a countdown to Dynamite show on tonight at 8 p.m. on TNT. And oh. the promotion for that has said that the the uh, two people will be revealed because they showed a backstage segment, filmed it all out with two guys wearing hoodies with their faces blurred. So it's definitely LAX. Yeah
3: yeah, 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 well, you know. Because
1: <laughs> even Jericho mentioned on his
2: all-out wrap-up show that he uh, filmed some, pre, some pre-tapes, pre-tapes uh, with LAX. Yep. So yeah. way to keep that one uh, under wraps. Maybe yes. a little too much of the bubbly there, buddy. Yes. Um, so yeah, LAX and Jericho against uh, the Elite. So it, I think I'm excited for this because... I, if I'm not mistaken, I think this is my first time seeing Kenny Omega wrestle in person.
1: Uh, I know for me it absolutely is. Uh, yeah, well, if it's for you, then it most
2: likely is for me as well. Yeah. Because I definitely – he wasn't at the the Garden Show. And yes. that was my first New Japan show yeah. uh, in person. And I don't – you know, he didn't do anything Ring of Honor that I went to. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see – uh, Kenny Omega in person. Seen the Bucks, you know, more than a few times. Yeah. Uh, but they're always great and I'm excited for this match. It should be uh should be balls of the wall action and
3: uh, yeah.
2: you know uh in terms of who goes over um I don't know. Uh honestly I feel like this is something Mox could get involved in and maybe mm-hmm. cost Kenny the match because Kenny's still been uh you know going off on Mox on uh on being the yeah. elite. Yeah so that's kind of what I'm thinking here.
1: Uh, I, I don't think we're going to get a real uh, winner here. Uh, I, I know that they are trying to push wins and losses, wins and losses, wins and losses, but there are so many uh, aspects to this match that are basically like a keg about to explode. Uh, the issue between the Bucks and Santana and Ortiz, whatever their new name's going to be, because they can't be called right. LAX anymore. Uh, the, the ones uh, The weirdness of Kenny Omega. Uh, as he takes the loss poorly and has decided he isn't even going to be the cleaner anymore per this week's being the elite. Uh, Chris Jericho, of course, being reigning champion, he isn't going to get pinned in this. Uh, right. You mentioned moxley makes me think he's going to get involved. If just so, we get a traditional classic Tony Schiavone. Fans, we're out of time. We got to go as everyone's brawling. Uh, I, I think that might be the the, the way to go. Um, if a team is going to win, though, I think the, the uh, win is most likely going to be on the Jericho and LAX side.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you have your champion and a new team that you're trying to establish and put over. So, mm-hmm. majority of the people watching this are know the Bucks, and yeah. uh, you know. So, yeah that 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 makes uh it makes a fair amount of sense. So that's what five matches in two hours plus yeah. whatever else they uh, they throw in, building towards uh to coming weeks. So that's mm-hmm. a jam packed card there.
1: Yeah, uh, and my understanding is for the live crowd, and if rumors are true, going to be uploaded on BR Live at some point, we're going to get a rematch from All Out as Jurassic Express goes against SCU. So that should be yeah. really fun for us on the live side of things. It's going to be exciting, that's for sure. Yeah,
2: forgive me if I've missed this news, but they still haven't announced where you can watch the show after it airs. Am I am That I correct is that?
1: correct. All that's been announced so far for those of us keeping track of the Uh, disparate television setups uh, for uh, international distribution. In the U.S., if you want to watch it live, you need to watch it on TNT. In Canada, if you want to watch it live, it's going to be on TSN. In the U.K., you don't have a live option. It will be on ITV4, uh, there'll Sunday be, mornings. Yeah, there will be two airings. Uh, there's going to be one, I believe, Friday night and one Sunday mornings or Monday morning. It's 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 very weird. But what they've said is when pay-per-views air, what they will do is they will air the sh- the final go-home show right before the pay-per-view. Okay. So you'll be able to watch both. Um For anyone else, fight.tv is going to have a deal where for five bucks a month, you can watch the shows as they air or on VOD. I just want to know, for us in the States, what's the VOD plan? Uh, right. Am I going to be able to watch it on BR Live? Am I going to have to pay money to watch it on BR Live? Uh, because as much as I want to sit here and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to be able to watch it every single Wednesday night, I know better. I'm not going to be able to. So yeah. the, the fact that that hasn't been addressed uh, is a little concerning. It, they might be keeping it close to the chest because they want people to watch the first episode live. Um, but I really want them to address that as soon as humanly possible. Yeah,
2: me as well. I mean, Hulu would be a great option, but Absolutely. you know, also Hulu edits their shows. I don't want an hour and a half edit.
1: Right. Right. <clears throat> you know, I want the, the full
2: thing and you know what, if, if it cost me five bucks a month on VOD, but that was, that wasn't us. We were saying, yeah. That, that right? was, that was, international. that
1: was everywhere except for the UK, <clears throat> Canada and us. Fuckers. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess you could use a VPN if you really wanted. We, of course, at the Rough House Podcast are not telling you to do that, but you could yes. do that. But if you know how a VPN works, you probably have other ways to get your TV shows anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it should be exciting. It should be thrilling. Uh, what I am hoping for. So NXT debuted on USA with 1.2 million viewers, had about a million viewers in week two. People are saying, "What are what is this going to look like? ratings wise. I have two minds of thought about this. Mind of thought, number one, is I don't care.
0: I don't, I just, I don't
1: care. It doesn't mean anything. So long as television networks are happy, cool. So long as guys are getting paid, cool. I don't give a shit about these numbers. But you don't, you don't. But, but to that point, am I to guess? I'm going to say that we are probably going to see a million viewers again for NXT. And I'm going to say 800,000 for AEW. A hundred thousand—that's it? No, eight 800, oh, hundred 800,000. Yes. Okay, all right. Sorry. Yes. Is, uh... <laughs> and I, I recognize that's that's a high number because apparently TNT yeah. normally does like five hundred thousand on a weeknight. So okay. I'm, well, I'm, I mean, yeah. you know, this
2: is a this is where the the line in the sand is is drawn. This right. is the you know, like we said, it's the beginning of the war and the AEW fans are. Fully engrossed and ready to go and ready to support this thing.
3: Yeah.
2: Um. So I feel like they're gonna, you know, come out in droves. The question is, do does anybody else, right, <laughs> does anybody right, exactly. else tune in to see? You know, you've had um, a lot of commercials. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me for NXT on Raw and SmackDown in the previous weeks. Um. You know, trying to condition everybody to tune in to USA on Wednesdays at eight. Um. Honestly, I- I'm kind of with you. Uh, the ratings for me, you know, it'll kind of give you an idea of where AEW is in terms of, uh, you know, just interest and people who, who want to watch. I don't think it's as big a deal on the NXT side of things. Um, you know, they're getting their money for it regardless. And AEW isn't, you know, they're not going to get more money based on their ratings or, you know, it's it's ads and stuff like that that where they're getting their, their, their income there. So, you know. But believe this—they're going to be dissected to fucking Kingdom Come. Oh, absolutely.
3: Uh, absolutely. Come
2: Thursday or Friday, whenever Dave gets his Unky Dave gets his newsletter out, and right. uh, you know, right before we started recording, I was looking at the overnight numbers from fucking Raw, yeah, and fucking ass. Hey, assholes. I'm, I mean, I'm talking to you, not you specifically, Marty, but yes. people listening, yeah. Stop watching Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair shit. Okay, <laughs> stop because you're encouraging them to give us more. And oh, so
1: the the, the viewership stupid. was stupid. Wow.
2: Yes. Yeah. They and apparently because Dave tweeted out right before we went live that um, there are some of the best numbers they had in a while was the Flair and Hogan segment and just fuck you. All right, don't encourage that shit. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying because. Fuck old racist Hulk Hogan and yeah. sit the fuck down, Ric Flair. Your time is past. I don't. Yeah. I don't need. To, I, I don't. I don't need to see either one of you again, man. I'm sorry. You know what? Call me whatever the fuck you want. It's yeah. just you know you're listening to my fucking podcast, so I'm giving you my hot take.
1: Yeah.
2: Fuck May- seeing Ric Flair and May- Hulk Hogan in maybe 2019.
1: We should, maybe we should start digging deeper. Maybe we should throw Tito Santana out there. I mean, give that guy a paycheck, right? <laughs> Tito Santana hasn't been problematic. Where's Where's Ricky Steamboat? Yeah, what, what's he doing? You know, uh, besides if you, if, Besides apparently being at Starcade, uh, or not Starcade, Starcast in a few weeks.
2: Yeah. Well, also, uh, Ron Simmons was just announced today. That was like, oh, finally, somebody I'd actually want to meet.
1: Yeah. Also uh, announced WCW Jobber Tag Team the Ding Dongs. I'm not Ding making Dongs. that up. Yep. No, the Ding Dongs. Yeah. The Yeti. Yeti! RoboCop, yeah. Yeah. Like okay. it's 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 a very WCW it's a very WCW themed star cast well, this time I mean, around, which makes know, sense. It's the
2: building that housed the Great American Bash for uh, for many a moon. Yeah. Um. So you know, in Baltimore, which is part of the reason why Cody uh, pushed to have you know a pay per view in Baltimore is because yeah. of Baltimore's rich history with uh, with wrestling. So, yeah. um, yeah. You know what? It, maybe. Here, here's an idea. Fuck The Undertaker. Uh-huh. Fuck Hulk Hogan. Yep. And fuck Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. You give me fucking uh, Ricky Steamboat and IRS
3: mm-hmm.
2: at Blood Money 4 Still Bloody, maybe I'll tune in for that match? <laughs>
1: just out of a morbid curiosity? Yeah, just, just, throw, just throw Mike Rotunda right in the mix again. Uh, Why uh, the that... fuck not? Hey, look, you know what? look. If the Rock and Roll Express can still work fucking matches in 2019, so can IRS. I know you're going to segue to New Japan, and it yes. it's a great segue, yes. but if they're doing another Greatest Royal Rumble,
2: yeah. I want fucking VK Wall Street to come out, <laughs> and then I want IRS, IRS. to
1: come out, yes. okay? Yeah. All
2: right, work all the fucking gimmicks. Do the the two faces of money, yeah. all right? Don't yeah, yeah, give yeah. a shit. Yeah. All right. Rotundo all right. for life.
1: I, I'm I'm with you. So, folks, life. this weekend we found ourselves in the uh, wide, sweaty arms of New York and Philadelphia. For, the windy apple. Yes, for two thirds <laughs> of the aforementioned New Japan Pro Wrestling Fighting Spirit Unleashed tour. <sighs> um, all right, let's all unpack right. this shit. Yeah. So. Uh, our journey started on Saturday uh, as we took the mega bus from uh, near our locale. Uh, I'm not I'm not going to say specifics because I don't want to get stalked on the internet. Um, but okay, it's a it's
2: a large area.
1: Mark. Yeah, yeah mega bus only picks up at
2: one spot in the area, so I'm yeah. sure people can figure it out. Mm. However, however, mega bus was 45 minutes late.
1: 45 minutes late, which 45. is great because they sent us. So, here's here's a fun thing about how Megabus works and operates that I learned. Shittily. Uh, so, A, they sent an email telling us that the bus is going to be 30 minutes late. Then, from nowhere, from the ether, a man with no, like, he's not wearing, like, a Megabus uh, polo shirt. Identifier. Or, or, or an orange yeah. vest that says he's an employee or anything. Just a man walks up to all of us gathered and waiting saying, bus going to be 45 minutes late. And it disappears I like, again.
2: I feel like I heard a yeah, burp,
1: like yeah. fucking
2: Bray Wyatt uh, teleporting <laughs> right, in. And then I heard right. it again. There was a quick eclipse. The sun went out and then he disappeared back into his pickup truck. Um, yeah. So that, we were off to a swimming start yes. at that
1: point. But, you know, we got on the bus. It arrived accurate to that proposed timing. Uh, mm-hmm. We got on the bus. the The trip there was uneventful. We got into New hey. York. With enough time to stop at uh, Shake Shack for dinner. Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah, which uh, f- I was very happy, Chris, to introduce you finally to Shake Shack. Now you've had all of the, like, beloved slash slightly obscure I haven't had burgers. What over oh, oh, you what haven't w- had Whataburger yet. yet. There we go. Yeah. Okay, well, we That's, will... that's my holdout. We'll have to do
2: that. Do they have them in Mississippi, or are they just fucking Texas?
1: Uh, I think they're mostly Texas. They might have some other ones. We'll we'll have to go to the Google machine once we wrap oh, up the record. It's fucking. Um, happening. Uh, nevertheless, uh, you got to have Shake Shack. And I'm yep. very happy I got to bring that into your life. So,
2: um, our, and I know people are are very excited for the the review. So yes. the burger was good. Um, yeah, it wasn't. It what was, the burger was not as good as Five Guys to me. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe because I only got a single patty uh, for whatever right. reason, right. because it's fucking expensive because it was at Penn station. So yes. everything was a little more expensive than yeah. normal. So I went for the single patty, uh, but burger, burger quality was good. It just didn't have the same sort of, uh, the savory, delicious mouthfeel as a five guys burger mm-hmm. for me, which mm-hmm. is the, 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 undisputed king of, yeah. uh, of fast cash burger. Uh, the fries, however, yeah. probably, the most perfectly cooked, crinkle-cut fries I've ever had in my life. They were perfectly cooked. They were crispy on the outside. They were still warm and steamy and soft on the inside. They were perfectly seasoned. The fries were a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Um, then I also got a, a Dreamsicle uh, float yes. because I, I wanted something cool and refreshing to wash it all down with. Because yeah. I couldn't have an ice cold Budweiser. Um, uh, you you know what? I, I was going to say, I, yeah. I think they had them there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just yeah. didn't feel like that. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, yeah, that, that was delicious as well. So, yeah, Shake Shack, good stuff. Yes. Um, you know, burger wise, yeah, I'll try it again, obviously. Yeah. I was going to say um, there,
1: there's one uh, in the harbor now, and there's one in Columbia as well. And there's okay. a few in D.C. So, uh, yeah. you know, next time you find yourself in the hellscape that is D.C. Actually, you know what? I might because I, I I'm going to be taking the Metro in early tomorrow. Yes. Uh, just because I don't want to have to deal with the full-on unwashed masses, I may because there's a it's a few blocks away from Capital One, but there is a Shake Shack in that area, so I might treat yourself. I might do that tomorrow. Nevertheless, happy to, to introduce you to that. Then we got to the Hammerstein, which is a stone's throw away from Madison Square Garden. So uh, yeah. eating at Penn Station was the smart move there. Um, and a uh, massive line outside, even though by the time we got there, it was like, I think it was like 645 and the doors were going to be opening up at seven or something like that. Not, not
2: just was the line massive. Yeah. It was fucking smelly. Yeah. Uh, like even outside, like yeah. BO was just prevalent. It was, yes. it was a primor- primordial stew of BO. Um, and it was just... It was Bullet Club Lowe's as far as the eye could see, man. Yeah. It was
1: yeah. it, it was <sighs> it was uh it was very bad. It was very, very bad, and it was a lot of bullet club shirts. A lot of bullet club shirts. It was probably 75% bullet club shirts in that place. Yeah, yeah, which would set a tone for the evening. Um, so we got into the venue, getting into the venue was pretty straightforward. It was my first time to the Hammerstein, which was Mm -hmm. for an old school ECW fan like me. That was pretty cool. Uh, we got in there and the first thing we noticed was a one merch booth B line literally around the venue. Yep.
2: Yeah. And, but you know, to their credit, they had a system and Mm -hmm. the system worked and it moved relatively quickly considering that, you know, uh, I would say, at least 60% of the people in that uh, building went through that merch
1: line. Oh, yeah. I've, I've always heard that the, the merch numbers – we didn't really get to see it too much at MSG because of the fact that they actually had merch booths throughout was, MSG. Yeah. But I've always heard that the uh, amount of money made on merch at the live events for New Japan is massive, and it showed here. But they had a system, as Chris said. They they literally handed out like uh, a flyer with all mm-hmm. the T-shirts and everything they were selling. You would get up to the counter, you'd tell the person what you want, they'd put it in a basket for you, and then you just went and paid for your thing. It was really efficient and clever, and uh, more companies should consider that for live event payments. Um, For sure. But, but, uh, you know, we got our swag, we got up to our our seats, and the seats on paper weren't bad. But this is where things start to go awry, because uh, the balcony section, we were up in the balcony, the balcony sections are tiered. And Mm -hmm. for some reason, someone at the Hammerstein decided, oh, we shouldn't fit one row of chairs in this row of tiered seating. Let's fit two rows of chairs. Mm -hmm. So what you end up having, even though there's a natural tiering, is you have two rows at equal height. And also Mm -hmm. two rows that are extremely close to each other. And Mm -hmm. because, fuck it, let's sell all the seats we can, they're all smooshed right next to each other.
3: Mm -hmm. So
1: we had... We had the wonderful one-two punch. For me, uh, we had an extra ticket that I had sold back through Ticketmaster. Uh, The weirdo individual who bought the singular seat for himself uh, didn't say a word, which is okay, but... uh, It's preferred, actually. Yeah, definitely preferred... Uh, but he had a weird tick, which we will get to Chris though, as you could tell by our Twitter feed got absolutely fucked as he ended up behind a gentleman with the largest head I've ever seen in my entire life. I think I was sitting behind Braun Strowman.
2: I can't confirm nor deny. This was a massive human being. Yes. And you know, as you just explained it, I was, you know, that that's the, the bad thing of the, the second level on a tier because you have to look down so I spent the whole evening, like, trying to, like, you know, sit up in my chair and, like, arch forward to yes. look down. And yes. it was futile. A chiropractor
1: the... would not be happy with the way this worked out.
2: My neck still hurts.
1: Yeah, from, I can imagine. From, from that.
2: And, you know, you know, whatever. Cry me a fucking river, fat ass. But um, but it, it just it made for a less than ideal viewing situation for me. Half yeah. the time I just was just trying to watch the screen uh that thankfully was playing the feed so that i could at least have an idea of what was happening it was just, it, it was less than ideal it, it made me a little cranky um you know t- paid some good money for those seats yeah and uh was disappointed with the view
1: so yeah, we you know. paid good money not as much as the guy sitting next to me paid though so there's that <laughs> there's... did you jack it up a little uh yeah uh yeah i i sold out show why not sold out show um I think I ended up making forty dollars on that exchange, so yeah, we played, sir.
3: We yeah, played.
1: worked out pretty well. Um, anyway, he got his money's worth, though, right? Uh, well, so as <laughs> you fine folks on the internet have probably heard by now, um, the New Japan show got delayed—not by like five minutes, not by like ten minutes, but by an hour and a half. And yeah, that's 90 minutes. That's yes. a lot of minutes. Yes, especially considering the pace at which both that show and the show the following day went. That's nearly the entire show. <laughs> so, yeah. um, what had happened
2: well, was,
1: hey, well, let me explain it from two perspectives. If you're in okay. the live crowd and you don't have access to Twitter, here's what you know. The show was supposed to start at 7. It didn't start at seven. Some time goes by. At about seven thirty or so, someone says we'll be starting shortly due to technical issues.
2: Okay. okay.
1: It happens.
2: They were doing a live feed on New Japan World. Yeah. There was you know, a lot of a lot of things happening. Exactly. Okay, okay,
1: fine. We get into eight o'clock, eight thirty. The lights go down. The lights come back up. No explanation as to what's going on. Then next thing you know, the most sickly looking, scared looking Japanese man is walking out to the ring. Mm -hmm. He has a live mic. Is this our ring announcer? No. As he explains in very broken English, as he looks like he's having a nervous breakdown he's very very sorry he is a vice president of the american expansion or something like that right he is very sorry there's a technical issue he's literally he literally got into the middle of the ring and bowed down to apologize to all four sides of the to ring. all four sides of the ring and we're just like what the fuck is happening then rocky romero god bless rocky romero Rocky Romero comes out, he gets the crowd hyped, he gets people excited, he says, hey, look, we're really sorry, everyone backstage wants to make the show go off as great as possible, he got a crowd that was literally chanting up until the point the Japanese guy came out, they were chanting, this is bullshit, just chant New Japan, like that, he, he turned them on the dime, and then, in a classic move, he yells... Who wants some t-shirts as they said out the yeah, young brother. lions with dozens of t-shirts. Yeah. Now granted, none of them knew how to actually throw a t-shirt well, but look, they were making the effort. Now, by 8:30, the show finally starts. Yes. So we are an hour and a half late. Yep. What caused it? What happened? Well, those of us who did have internet access The way things work in New York is if you are doing a professional wrestling show, one of the things that the state, excuse me, state athletic commission requires is an ambulance on site. They had booked an ambulance to be on site. They booked an ambulance for their sold out show in New York Mm -hmm. at the Hammerstein Mm -hmm. Ballroom. There was no ambulance. Why wasn't there an ambulance? apparently someone called and told the the company that handles the ambulance bookings for the hammer scene not just for like wrestling shows but like for mixed martial arts and live events all that and told them for this live sold out show happening in a few hours the show was canceled don't worry about sending an ambulance and the guy on the other side went oh okay no ambulance
2: right didn't get anybody's name didn't get uh didn't get any. didn't get anything like oh no. sure yeah, yeah gotcha
1: yeah hello i'm mr burns i'd like to yeah. pick up my mail and what is I your believe first you
3: name? have a letter for yeah.
1: me <laughs> what's your first name i don't, I know. don't know here yeah. you go mr burns uh yeah so that's great that's awesome There was also apparently a hula-baloo where they were able to get another ambulance last minute, but it was from the fire department, not, like... An EMT. A private company, yeah. yeah. Yeah, not not a proper EMT ambulance, and that wasn't allowed. So then, when they finally did get a proper ambulance, there's a whole, like, Keystone Cops moment where, like, they had to get the one ambulance out so they could let the other ambulance in, and that turned right. into a clusterfuck. Anyway, you look at it, you had an hour and a half delayed show, and during this hour and a half, the fine gentleman, to my right, who bought my ticket, who gave me my merch money for the evening, was... Falling asleep on me like a heroin junkie in downtown Baltimore. Just he definitely had
2: that lean on him.
1: Constant leans and he leaned on me. I wasn't singing to him, but he leaned on me. You were doing a good Morgan Morgan Freeman impression
2: there. Yeah. You you've you've been leaned on.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was. Uh just a just a top tip from your pals here at the Roughhouse Podcast. Um I'm assuming a lot of our listenership has been to pro wrestling shows. If you've never been to one, just a tip from your pal, Marty, you don't fucking fall asleep on the person next to you. If you don't know them. Also hot tip number
2: two, maybe apply some extra deodorant, maybe twice as much as normal.
1: The fact that they had new Japan branded pens and not new Japan branded deodorant is a fucking mishap.
2: It's true. They really missed their calling there. Uh, but the show happened yes and you know we actually had some really fun matches yeah um you know it was a full-on house show yeah.
1: you know they there was nothing uh, no major angles yeah nothing, you uh, could have called it road to king of pro wrestling like that that's right. what it was
2: so I i'm not sure why they were streaming it on new japan world um because yeah. you know aside from a couple of interesting matches nothing of note, really happened. You had your L- young lions came came out. Ren Narita uh, lost to TJP. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a tag match with Clark Connors and, and uh, Alex uh, Coughlin.
1: Da- is, is that uh, that's uh, Davy Devitt as we as we Duke, dubbed him D-
2: Duke Davy Devitt. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, so yeah, they, they had a tag match again. Who did they even fight? I forgot already.
1: Uh, hang on, I'll 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 bring up the results if if you can kill time. Oh, it was two. TM
2: six one and or uh, not, uh, oh yeah,
1: Josh uh, yeah. Robinson and not
2: uh, Shane Thorne. Yes, yes, um, Mad Mikey. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mad Mikey. Man. Uh, that was a tag team match, and then Carl Fredericks against Rocky Romero. Um, Wasn't it? No, it was. Uh, uh, oh yeah, that's right. Because uh, Rocky
1: was in the six man.
2: Tall guy. Um, Lance. Uh, Lance Archer. Lance Archer. Uh, And that was really fun, by the way. Lance Archer is um, probably – uh, king shit of fuck up, young boy mountain. Yeah, um, he loves beating up on the young lions, and it is very entertaining to watch from both nights' nice experience. Um, so those three young young lions matches we yeah. had. What else we had?
1: Uh Tamatanga, Tangaloa, and Jado from the Bullet Club. Oh yeah. Uh, they took on and defeated the Rapungi three K trio of Show, Shitboy Boy Yo, and Rocky Romero. Um, that was a really fun match. Uh, it I, 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 thought it just was a super fun, really enjoyable match. Again, these were house show matches. There was nothing like super stellar about any of them except for the main event. Now I think about it. Um, yeah. but uh, really fun sequences uh, I'm learning I'm kind of a Tamatanga Mark I don't know what it is but I think all his stuff looks super crisp in the ring and he's got yeah. just personality for days um, he does then we had as the uh, Tiger Hattori farewell match uh, the super ace himself Hiroshi Tanahashi teamed up with Rock and Roll Express to take on LIJ of Naito Shingo and Fall Guy Bushi this match. Okay. Uh, no,
2: it's, it's not this match. It's the fucking Rock and Roll Express. It's, <laughs> I mean, people popped. You popped. Yeah. Uh, you know, I yeah, I didn't grow up watching the Rock and Roll Express. So yes. I don't have any emotional attachment to Ricky Morton and Robbie Gibson. Yes. Um, so it was just like two fucking old guys going, you know, yeah. two 60-year-olds out there trying to, trying to try hard. Uh, yes. But you know, the pairing with the ace makes sense,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, and Lij going to Lij. So yeah. you know, there 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 were some fun moments. It was yeah. still just fucking weird and surreal seeing and,
1: and watching Shingo noticeably take it easy on yeah. uh, on on Morton and Gibson was was notable. But I mean. Uh, for me, all I really wanted was a, an old-school Ricky Morton-Morton roll for the hot tag. We got that. And then for some reason, Ricky Morton decided to also do a Tope Suicida to the floor towards yep. the finish, which was just fucking wild. Um, so it was it was fun, but no n- nothing I'd call good.
2: Yeah, there was, there was no meat. It was, you know, it was Flash. Yeah. It was all Flash. But yeah. it was entertaining, and that's what you want from the
1: house show. And yeah.
2: then it was the main event, right? It was uh... Uh,
1: no, no, we've still got three more matches, bud. There's that yeah. many matches? Yeah, we had the six-man with uh, Goto, Ishii, and Amazing Red uh, oh, yeah. taking on the Bullet Club of J. White, Chase Owens, and Gato. Uh, forgot to mention this. While we were standing in line for merch, Chris and I are standing there. We are among the BO, and then at some point, all we could smell is something incredibly nice. Really, really nice. And I turned around to follow that smell, and who is it? But apparently a man who lives in just a cloud of Axe body spray Big Tommy, Ishi himself.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: the the stone did not pit, smell pit bull. Like
2: neither a stone nor a pit bull. He smelled it, really he good,
1: you guys. Smelled.
2: He re- was like a fucking oasis in in a desert of shit. Bo. Yeah. Uh, it was really nice to for him to walk by, and I think he was shorter than both of us.
1: Yes, uh, <laughs> tiny man, tiny <laughs> yeah. grumpy man.
2: But goddamn, if he didn't, uh, you know, still oh, have that thickness in every every step he took seemed like he was in unmeasurable pain yeah. um also who walked by us was uh Lance archer at one yes. point who yes. was a very tall yes. very fit man yes. um so so that was fun so yeah that match uh uh was uh, was
1: fun as well yeah. uh, again, I, again all these total, matches,
2: uh, all these matches were
1: fun yeah not, none, of, none of this was a, a show that oh, you need to I lied uh, yes I said I'm sorry I didn't yes. mean to say nothing sucked because Something the next sucked. the next match <laughs> was for the Never Open Heavy... Uh, open Weight, excuse me, Never Open <sighs> Weight Championship. Kenta defended his t- title against Yoshihashi. And... Oh. Mechanically, there wasn't a lot wrong with this match. But these were not the guys to do 25 fucking minutes. Kenta... Hell nah. Kenta is definitely growing into being a guy who's more about the heel personality than his work rate, which makes sense, because the guy can't go yeah. like he used to. Yoshihashi there's no there Existence. there as uh, <laughs> the 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 way I feel about Yoshihashi especially in that match especially watching it and watching the final sequence which on paper you know if I wrote down you know they do this they do this it's a near fall here it's a near fall there it sounds exciting but it wasn't and it's all because of Yoshihashi the dude is the fucking uh cauliflower pizza of professional wrestling it should work on paper you're like hey pizza i like pizza hey i like pro wrestling but instead it's just flavorless and bland and it ruins something good to equate it to
2: something our WWE fans might understand a little yes. more. This would be like watching AJ Styles yes. go 25 minutes with Heath Slater.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know what? But at least Heath Slater's got kids and he needs this job. <laughs> you don't know what Yoshi has got. You got uh, little Hashi's running around. Uh, uh, what I do know is he gets back up. That's what, his, that's what his tights say. Yeah, that's Get what his tights up.
2: say. I wouldn't have known that if I didn't catch a glimpse of his
1: ass. Yeah. Because so, you know I'm looking. So, I, I, as I as I said to Chris when the match started, the best thing in the world this could be is bell rings, he does the flying knee, and then pins him like an asshole. Yep. Instead, they went 25 fucking minutes. and
2: They did the opposite.
1: And the, the thing that really personifies where Yoshihashi stands in the pecking order of professional wrestlers, Yoshihashi is a member of Chaos, the top face group. They used to be a heel group, but let's be honest, they're the top face group of New Japan right there was a segment during the match where the ref got bumped so then all of the bullet club runs in and starts beating up yoshihashi that was just a god wasn't it oh i'm sorry it was a god that's who it was i I, I thought i thought gato and Jado were out there too but it was just a god anyway god come out they start beating the fuck out of uh yoshihashi we popped does does okada come out does Goto nah. come out? Does nah. Ishi come out? No, nah.
0: they, they all just sat
1: in the back and ate ice cream. Those pieces yep. of shit. They just left their buddy, who may or may not be a possum turn into a human man, and let him loose. <laughs> That's
2: what yeah. they did. The only thing that uh, that that helped him out was Tiger Atori came out. <laughs> yes, sure. Little legitimately. Yanked Tamatanga out of the ring by his ears, yes, which was outstanding. Yeah, was a, that was a fun bit of business, and then the match went on another ten
1: minutes. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, uh, and Kenta yeah. won clean with the GTS, and that was it. I will say, Kenta's new theme is pretty dope. It, yeah, well, we learned a lot about music that uh, that night
2: because Goto's theme is also a banger.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, turns out, live certain themes in New Japan really fucking rule. That's one of them. Yeah, uh, yeah then, true. Then the main event was fucking amazing. Uh, Sonata and Evil took on Okada and Abushi. I mean, on paper that was going to be great. Uh, yeah, Abushi is such a megastar live. Okada is incredible live. The fact that he got a sold out Harrison Ballroom to chant for him as he signaled taking off his pants so we could see those thighs. I mean, oh
2: yeah, he that. was in full on pandering to the crowd, house mode have, or house show, have a good time mode. Yeah, and it was it was actually really fun. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Watch you know, normally like... Okada's matches are like super serious and he's yeah. going in
1: there and everything, but he
2: was, he was having a blast, which, oh, yeah. which made us have even
1: more of a blast. Yeah. W- Watching him do like the baby face fire spots and everything yeah. it was just super fun. But in the shock of the night, evil went over evil defeated abushi and got to yeah. do the farewell promo at the end of the night so uh, fall guy
2: abushi who knew
1: yeah definitely didn't foresee <laughs> that uh more on our dear friend fall guy abushi in a little bit as we talk about philly but folks this is where things went completely off the rails for us oh god as i as the show continues on past hour one into hour two <laughs> uh We got to our bus, and look, we were taking a a 12 a.m. bus, which Uh in and of itself was going to be a shit show to begin with. Yes. We get there, and the sections uh, are kind of chained off. There's, you know, if you're going to Toronto, there's a section. If you're going to Philadelphia, there's a section. If you're going to D.C., there's a section. If you're going to Baltimore, there's a section. Right. We're in the Baltimore section. It's right next to the Philadelphia section. And the Philadelphia section is filled with this group of women who, if I overheard correctly, they'd all just passed to be registered nurse assistants. So they were having themselves a time up in the Big Apple.
0: Hey, Uh good for
1: you. Have a great time. Once again, we find ourselves with a delay as the bus was delayed. Was it 15 minutes? 45. Oh, it was 45 for that one also? Yeah. All right. So already we're now looking at almost 1 a.m. for our bus. Mm -hmm. And then... In the moment that really made things start to suck, we were standing there just waiting for our bus, minding our own business, when all of a sudden the group of doofus nurse assistants start screaming and running and pushing people out of the way. It was a tidal wave of menstruation.
2: I don't know what it was it was it was they like legitimately it was like wall of death. They just pushed us all um, towards the street, yes, because they saw a little city kitty, a little, a little, a little New York rat.
1: Yes. yes, that was it. They saw a rat. That was it. That was it. In that moment, I'm like, is so? Does someone have a knife? Does someone have a gun? What's night. happening? What's night. happening? Night. Do I need to? Do I need to call the police? I did, and it turns out it was a fucking rat. And then they wouldn't shut the fuck up about the rat for the rest of the goddamn night. But the then, rest of the
2: forty-five minutes delay yes. that we had there.
1: Yes, yes. but that then. Sucked. But then Hope seemed to be there. The bus. The, the bus. bus
2: showed up. Hail to the bus driver. The bus,
1: the bus driver, driver man. man. And so once we... again,
2: yeah.
1: out of nowhere, from nothing, shows up what we assume to be a mega bus employee. A specter. As he had uh, a, a fucking clipboard in his hand. And he's asking uh-huh. people about whether or not they purchase tickets in advance or if they need to buy them. So we assumed this gentleman worked for Megabus. Again, never confirmed in any way, shape, or form. He just looked the role, so we trust him. So another roughhouse top tip for you. If you want to take control of a Megabus, it's very easy. Just look like you know what you're doing.
2: Hell yeah, that's rule number one, wherever you go.
1: So we get on our bus, and we are on the long but thankfully happening journey to Baltimore. We are going to be stop number two, stop in Philly first, Baltimore second, D.C. third. We're driving past New York. The night's going on. We're fine. We're fine. Then for some reason that I to this minute don't understand, Chris, maybe you saw something I didn't No. He pulls off of the turnpike and just starts driving around Cherry
2: Hill, New Jersey, which is not where you want to be driving around in a mega bus at two in the morning. And it's not fucking Philadelphia. That's for sure. It's not Philly. It wasn't even Camden yet at that point. No. He, I don't know why
1: he looked the We're just in a residential area, fu- area in a fucking yeah. bus.
2: Yeah, we drove by a number of strip malls, a uh, number of places <laughs> where I never. They were, I, I One thing weird that I noticed, there were a lot of like bridal boutiques and tuxedo yeah. places maybe, and stuff like that Cherry for whatever Hill is
1: reason. is the wedding center of New Jersey. I don't know.
2: I, I never want to spend time in New Jersey, so I don't care to know. But he took us the most bumfuck backwards way to Philadelphia, and it took like an extra almost hour to get through all that shit and so now get we're, to. So now we're
1: almost at a two-hour delay. Yeah. So he drops off everyone in Philadelphia. We thankfully get back on 95. He's not going, yeah. Whoa, well, one takes you there, right? We'll just ride one, one. all the way down. He actually gets yeah. on 95 we're going through and we're finally into maryland and then for no discernible reason he pulls off into a travel plaza maybe you're thinking Mm -hmm. oh it's so people go to the bathroom maybe he needs to refuel maybe you want a 3 a.m snack no he just pulls the bus in to this travel plaza and idles for 10 minutes
2: he makes a phone call is what he does he made a phone call. I don't know who he called. I don't know if it was a personal call or if it was dispatch or what, but he made a phone call. And then, you know, after he finished that, probably, you know, checked Grinder. I don't know. Yeah. Checked Tinder. I, checked Facebook. Why not? Sent out a tweet. You know, who the hell knows? Just did, scroll did through Megab- Reddit for a couple Megabus minutes.
1: drivers supposed to take their 15-minute break in the middle of a trip? Is that how this works? Don't forget to take it. your 15, Terrence. I'm yeah. on it, guys. Yeah, exactly. You're not on the bus, are we you? Oh no, so
2: close. We were so close.
1: I started to wonder if we should get an Uber at that point. I really did. <laughs> uh, long story short, we got into Baltimore at 5 a.m. Yep. And then got to our respective abodes and slept. Because yes. we were on the road to Philadelphia, hoping for a better day and roughhouse listeners i'm happy to tell you this show has a happy ending we got it we got a yeah. happy day yeah we went to philly we got cheesesteaks from tony luke's sure did we got to the show uh-huh. we got to the show and it just started yeah no line to get in no line to get in no line if great, you wanted to get merch great seats with views yeah awesome views hot crowd the show was just tremendous, just a lot of fun, and just fun. it's something I've never seen at any wrestling show ever. You know what happened when a match ended? The next the match,
2: match started. Yeah, no, n- nothing in between. Yeah, just straight on to the next. It, it legitimately was over in a little a hair over two hours.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, it was like two two and a half hours in length. Yeah, and it sent everybody home. You, I mean, uh, happy. Yeah, uh, you know, it was basically just a reconfiguration of the night before. Sure. Um, you know, minus you ha- Okada, minus Okada because Okada wasn't on the show. You had um, you had Young Lions matches starting off, including Lance Archer basically doing the same match he did the night before, but this time with Alex Coughlin eating the, all the shit. You had a really fun match with Amazing Red and Ren Narita, yeah, uh, where Red threw the sickest goddamn punch I've ever heard in my life. Um, yeah,
2: and Rennerita was working heel.
1: Yeah, it was really interesting. Uh, you had LIJ go against Show Yo and Juice Robinson. Juice Robinson may be one of the most fun live performers I've ever seen, by the way. Co-signed 100%. Yeah, he was he was
2: a blast. Really got the crowd into it played really well and
1: obviously when it's a house show like
2: that everybody plays it up you know there's a lot of comedy and yeah. a lot of you know yelling at the crowd especially in an intimate venue like the 2300 arena in philly there um so they definitely played it up a little more uh but it was just it was just fun yeah there's nothing dragged there was no 25 minute yoshihashi kenta match yeah. there was a 12 man over the top rope elimination yeah it, yeah. Uh, it,
1: it was a uh, you could eliminate by Putting someone over Pins, the top rope pin yeah. or submission, but it was just su- super fun. It was yeah. it was just a big team of heels being the Bullet Club of Jay White, Kenta, Tamatanga, Tanga Chase Owens, who has the worst body I've ever seen of any professional wrestler, and, yep, Gato, and Gato. going against Hiroshi Tanahashi, Hiroki Goto, Tamahiro Ishi, Yoshihashi. For some reason, still there, and the Rocky Roll Express. Ricky Morton did a fucking Canadian Destroyer, folks. He
2: did
1: in And the crowd lost their
2: fucking mind.
1: Yeah. It was just silly. It was fun. It was refreshing. It was a great time. And then Tana sent everybody home as he played air guitar with the Rock and Roll Express and the crowd. I mean, how could you not love it? Yeah, it it was just one of the most well run, most well put together, professionally done, professional wrestling events I've ever been to. I can't say enough good about it. Look, when it goes on. New Japan World? Is it a show that I think you have to drop everything to watch? No. But if you want something fun just to kill time in the background, it's a really enjoyable show. I had a great time with it. Did well, they, they they filmed Sunday, too? They filmed all three nights.
2: Oh, I didn't know they filmed yeah,
1: Sunday, Yeah, yeah. They, 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 right. they had a camera crew there all three nights.
2: Okay. Alright. Well, I guess so,
1: because they were showing it on the screen, so I'd yeah. imagine they'd click record on that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
2: You know, it was start to finish, bell to bell. It was one of... It was probably one of the smoothest and most fun pro wrestling shows I've ever been to.
1: I'm not even not even hyperbolizing there yeah so basically for everything that made Saturday suck, Sunday could not have gone better.
2: Yeah, plus we were in control of our own transportation.
1: yes uh, yes which, uh, uh, which helped So so the lessons learned were for me one, never to using mega bus ever again. Nope two. Um, I don't think I'm cut out for multi-night weekends of wrestling anymore. Me either. (laughs) So, uh, next time New Japan goes, hey, we're going to do three nights, see you in Philly, guys. Uh, and three, uh, folks, if you get the opportunity to see New Japan Pro Wrestling live, fucking go. It's, it's a blast. Even if you're not going to see, uh, you know, a seven-star barn burner, uh, even Naito in house show mode is really fucking fun. It's a lot of shenanigans. It's a lot of silliness but it's a great fucking time and you uh,
2: will be sports entertained
1: a hundred percent. And hopefully we'll be sports entertained in just about 24 hours as, uh, we're going to be heading to dynamite. So folks get ready. Next time we talk, it'll be right after, uh, dynamite has aired after Friday night, Smackdown has aired and Mm -hmm. we're going to be on the road to hell in the cell. We're hopefully there'll be more matches announced. Uh, but I got to say, It's a very exciting time to be a pro wrestling fan, Chris.
2: I'm uh, excited. You can't see right now, but I'm not wearing pants.
1: Well, Um, I I assumed that's how you always recorded, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, you're right. I do. I never wear
2: pants. (laughs) Why would you
1: need to wear pants? Fans, you won't need to wear pants either. I just called you guys fans. I don't know why.
2: That's okay. I'm going to go
1: paint the walls of this Holiday Inn Express white, so I'll see you later. (laughs) Bye, Chris.
2: The Roughhouse Podcast is a weekly podcast. Follow us at roughhousesgw SGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash the Roughhouse Podcast. Become a donor to the Rough House at patreon.com slash the Rough Podcast. And check out our videos at youtube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J Two One N lowercase W capital G lowercase K capital P m lowercase l capital d n seven lowercase c three lowercase r lowercase f u v q
0: this is the, the Roughhouse, roughhouse pod. uh, podcast with justin and christoph that's it fuck christoph he's terrible with his information okay hey this is the rock shut your mouth jabronis and listen up because this is the rough house podcast with justin and my least favorite man on the planet christoph And Marty? The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network. Listen here, baby brother, got some of the kinder care kid, baby, five little small people running to and fro around the house. You got some shit to do. Leave them with me. Dusty D Diddle Rhodes at the Dusty Rhodes Detention Baby Center. That's right. It's a daycare for your little shits. I was able to raise Dustin into the wackadoo tranny gold-covered wackanizzle that he was, as well as Cody. Whatever he did with that mustache, baby brother, he picked it up at the Dusty Rhodes Detention slash daycare center. We got stuff to climb on. Big boxes, small boxes, a Mama Celeste pizza for one. That six of these motherfuckers is gonna have to split. Ain't nobody gonna get enough food. Someone's gonna have to have some Kool-Aid and five pitchers of water, but only one packet. That shit's gonna be watery, baby brother. Ain't nobody gonna get enough to eat, drink, or play with here at the Dusty Roads Detention Center. Look for me. I'm the house with the spots and the sun with the gold ass paint passed out in the front yard. Use code MUSTACHE for 5% off your child if it's a baby of color, baby brother.